Is that I a power think, move? I, I think <laughs> it is a power move. I think if a girl asked me, like, hey, can I buy you a drink? I'd be very, like, destabilizé. to Lemon Life, a conversation between friends. My name's Ivy. And I'm Danielle. Welcome back to this week's episode. We're super excited for you guys to tune in and listen in to what we have to say. So, Pierre, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. My name is Pierre. Um, I'm 23 years old. Uh, I just graduated from my bachelor's degree in uh, biomedical engineering. And uh, I've met Ivy and Danielle at a fundraising event and that night I got pretty drunk and we had a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you Pierre welcome. for introducing yourself. Welcome and thank you so much for joining us on our podcast this week. So without further ado let's just jump right into today's topic. Uh, so as some of you guys know I'm obsessed with TikTok and something that I've seen a lot pop up is girls asking guys and guys asking girls questions that they're kind of too afraid to and people can answer them anonymously or they could just discuss it on TikTok and it's one of those things where people are duetting each other. So we thought that was kind of interesting. Why don't we take that into um, our episode? So today, Dan and I have prepared a couple of questions for Pierre, but he doesn't know what they are. So we're going to ask him right on the spot. It's not prepared. And Pierre also has questions for us, but we don't know what they are either. So everything you're hearing is going to be absolutely candid. It's going to be on the spot. And hopefully we don't say anything stupid. Okay, so um, Dan, should we start or should we let Pierre start? Who, who do you want to go first? I think we should let Pierre start. Yeah, oh my okay. god. Sure. You, you guys are putting show. me on the spot. Hit us, hit us with your first question. What is one thing you've always wanted to ask the, I guess, opposite gender? Okay, so let's start by putting it into context, right? So I'm a guy that goes out a lot and I like to have fun. But when I go out and when I talk to girls, they are sometimes reluctant. So I'm guessing they think I'm a fuckboy. And the question I'm asking right now is, well, girls, how do you actually spot a fuckboy? Oh, God. Oh. Um, who wants to take I this? Mean, why don't you start? You want me to take I mean, this? Start. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to be honest with you. When I'm out and somebody approaches me, my first thought isn't if he's a fuckboy or not. I honestly actually don't yeah. care because when I'm talking to somebody, mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not off the bat expecting it to be anything serious. So, you know, I don't care if it's a fuckboy or not. If he is, I'll entertain him for the night. And if he's not, well, you know. So it's not a huge mm -hmm. issue for me. I'm just interested in what he's saying to me. If it's something that seems, you know, fun or is it disrespectful? If it's disrespectful, I'm not going to have any of it. But if it's fun and, you know, he seems nice and he's not creepy, then I'm going to talk to him. It doesn't matter if I think he's a fuckboy or not. As long as, he's, as long as he's charming and he's inviting and he's not, you know, like 78 years old, then I'm very okay with talking to him. So so yeah. you said talking to him, but like when, when do you let down your barriers and go for for more than just talking that depends on if i'm obviously like attracted to him or not right so uh in the case where i think uh if you're at a club let's say at a bar it's less obvious because i think i don't really i don't think people really go crazy at bars right <laughs> that's not something okay. that happens 
that bar. So I guess you're meeting at clubs, right? In the context, like at a club, if somebody's buying you a drink, I think it becomes really obvious. Like if you guys are both mutually attracted to each other, it's very simple. And I guess the best way to say is like not many words are involved. It just kind of happens. But if you um, are not interested, then the girl you know, if he off- if he offers to buy you a drink, the girl might take it and just leave, and that's your sign that she's not interested. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, you got some experience there. What? What? <laughs> Dan, would you like to answer the question now? I don't know why I just got exposed like this. It's not true. It's not true. I think Ivy pretty much summed up everything. I think like we're really friendly and open. The only reason why we won't be as open is if we're really not interested in talking to you, and that could. Well, for me personally, it's probably due to like physical attraction or Mm. like the things that you're saying just doesn't interest me at all. So I'll probably be very like aloof and cold and like show disinterest. So that's probably why, you know, some girls aren't really letting their guards down, mainly because they probably don't want to like talk to you or they just don't see any point in talking to you. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that answers your question. Yes, yes, I think it does. So then I think uh, we'll ask you our first question then. Um, So similarly to you, you know, guys, usually the norm is that the guy approaches the girl, right? But, you know, lately, 21st century, you know, girls are starting (laughs) to approach guys. And we were wondering, what is the best way for a girl to make the first move on a guy? Wow, that is a crazy question, because like, it actually doesn't happen that often. Yeah. <laughs> I think a, I think obviously like when you're when you're in action and dancing, the best way is to go with some nonverbal action. So maybe some eye contact, some smiling, looking, but like not staring for too long. And obviously like when you're at when you're at the bar or you're like getting some drinks, for a girl it's really hard. Just just looking at the guy and making eye contact gives like a good how do you say this? In English, sorry, girls. <laughs> you, can oh, you can say, say it. In you French. can say it in French. Um, yeah. It's like give, gives a good tip for the guy, like to tell the guy, like, "Hey, I'm oh, ready that for you're you." Interested. Yeah, oh, and yeah. well, I I think girls shouldn't come, and well, it's not that they shouldn't come to to like to do the first move, but like their first move should just be like indicating that you're interested, and guys will follow up if they are interested. You get okay. what I mean? Yeah, see, it's interesting yeah. that you mentioned that because that's something I've always wondered. Like, do you prefer us give you that kind of like little stare from across the room and give you the option to come to us? Or would it actually be kind of interesting if a girl just went up to you and was like, hi, can I get you a drink? Is that I a think, power move? I, I think <laughs> it is a power move. I think if a girl asked me like, hey, can I buy you a drink? I'd be very like, just that be easy. Okay, yeah, but would yeah, you like, say no? I wouldn't say no. I, I'd actually... I'd be very surprised. I'd, I'd be so surprised. I don't think I'd actually start and flirt with a girl that's like that because it's too dominant for me. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so in summary, you know, not an aggressive approach, more like a, like a to show you that I'm interested type of approach. And then yeah. the guy... And let the guy, the let, let the guy finish off. Uh, but you see, I have a tiny question since we're still kind of discussing that really quickly. Um, isn't it kind of saying that, I mean, if you think about it, a girl staring at a guy, that's not exactly a move. We're still kind of saying that the best way for girls to go at is to wait for the guy to make the move. 
there's no, you know, um, actual like suggestions saying the girl should openly speak to the guy first. Like, what if a girl wants to approach a guy first? Is there something that she could say that'll get him interested and have a conversation with her versus her just staring at him from across the room, which I'm not sure I consider a move. I, I get, I get what you mean, but like, um, like from my point of view, I've ne- I've never been a, I- I've actually been approached this way, and I've, I've, I've found it personally aggressive, even though it's it's the same way that guys approach girls, right? Um, but like really good moves were like girls looking at me and giving me a wave, a hand okay. wave, right? right? Oh, okay, cool. And that's Got that's it. very that's yeah. a very like subtle, very also um obvious, obvious, yeah, obvious way to tell you, hey, I'm here, I'm looking at you, I'm interested. So like make your move. Right. Okay. okay, that's cool. Do you want to ask us your second question? Yeah. So okay. So this one is for for the guys that actually that are setting up the first date. Okay. You you guys chatted and well you're on to the first date. So do the events or activities you attend on the first day really matter, or is it really more about the chemistry, or is it both? And also, what is something that you consider a safe first date? Ooh. I love this. Dan, you want to go first? Yes, I love that question. I think first date is really important because it does kind of test your chemistry. So to answer that question, like it is important because the chemistry, it will determine what type of chemistry you have, right? Like if we're going to the movie theaters, like if he takes me to the movie theaters on the first date, that already kills it for me because we're not talking. We're not interacting at all. But that's but, kind of one of the first dates that like that's usually safe. Uh, I feel like it's it's not even safe. It's just like a not crappy anymore. date. Right. Yeah, like to me, a safe date would probably be to go out and eat like restaurants. I think that mm-hmm. is a safe date because you do get to talk and you do get to like bond over food. For me... Mm-hmm the best first dates would have to be like interaction where you're doing some type of activity, you know, um, yeah. whether that's like going on a bike ride or, you know, I don't know, kayaking or something that involves like some type of physical activity where you can laugh and just, you know, bond over what you're doing. I think that's the best type of date. And yeah, it really determines how the whole chemistry and vibe that you get from the other person. How about you, Ivy? Okay. I actually agree with the movie theater one. I feel the same way. But if there's guys out there who still want to stick with a with a movie, what I would suggest is maybe like a drive in movie, drive through movie. Those are really cool. I think oh, that would be yeah. really fun for a So if you're somebody who's very into movies as first days, maybe consider something like that. Where, you know, if you talk to your person, you won't be like <laughs> being uh, shouted by everyone else, like, get out of the theater, you know, you're in a drive-thru. So that might be something to consider. Uh, As for uh, what I think would be a safe date, or at least personally, uh, I prefer something that's kind of, like, sporty in the sense that, uh, although I love your day-to-day, like, evening uh, or lunch date as well, I just find as a first date, you can really tell uh, about a person's personality through doing an, a sport, whether it be a new sport or like you said, kayaking, which I mean, I'm not a kayaking pro. So to me, that is still like a very novice sport. And I feel like you would really get to know that person better through doing an activity versus just eating as well. And sometimes, you know, when you're eating, you want to say something, but you've got your mouth full and then you got to like, you know, you know. Yeah, there's some awkward gotta- moments when you eat. Yeah, exactly. But when you're doing a sport and an activity, I really find you'll be able to get lost in it better. And I think it'll help with the chemistry as well. 
Did we answer all of your the your whole question or yeah, well, was um, there... I was I was actually thinking the same thing. Like movies are a no no for me for the first date, except if you you guys have talked a lot uh, prior to that, like in real life. I do think that sports is a great a great activity. Some some I think that some activities where there's challenges uh, or a challenge between the guy and the girl can bring some chemistry. Okay, so I'm just going to hop right into our second one here. So a lot of times you hear girls asking guys, how do you know if a guy is interested? Well, today we're going to ask you, how do you know if a guy isn't interested? What are the telltale signs when a guy is just begging for you to leave him alone? Okay, so this might not actually be an easy one because guys don't want to be mean, right? So Exactly. They're, they're still going to reply to your texts, but... For example, they're not going to be as engaged as you are. So if you if you reply with like three, four texts and he replies with one, that either means he's very um, occupied, very busy, mm -hmm. okay. that he's very yeah. busy, which is not the case right now. Well, it shouldn't be the case or that he's not interested, in my opinion. Mm. Also, okay. like it also depends on the chemistry between you guys, like before did he reply fast or did he did he let let you wait or like does he put emojis when you do what's what's the variation between before and after but usually like when i'm not interested the conversation will still go forward but it's the opposite person so the girl that's going to push the conversation to go forward and what is to note is that i will always tell the girl i'm sorry i'm not interested but we can still be friends but like, if okay. you're a girl, and if you're interested, if you're interested, make sure to, to see if the guy is actually interacting with you and bring value to the conversation. Because if he's not like you're, you're in a dead end. Okay, so that's really interesting because that's like the tech stuff. Well, what about in person? Because I, you see, I know some guys who are very friendly and make it very difficult for the girl to know if he's just being nice to her or if he's flirting or if he's interested. So I really like what you said about the texting. But what if we brought that into a day to day? Like maybe this is a guy that you like and he goes to school with you. So you see him every day. So he's really nice to you and all that. So how do you distinguish between simply friends or more than friends? Usually, well, I'm a guy. So like if I'm interested in a girl, I'll always try to to be more dangerous, to say stuff that's less normal or less usual <laughs> and okay, see okay. how the girl reacts. Right. Yeah. And that's pretty much how I do. So maybe like some physical touching and like just life, like light touching. Right. Even like at school, it's not normal that you kind of cuddle. Right. But like, mm -hmm. I don't know how to say, like maybe your hand on, on the shoulder for like a bit mm. and see how, how the other person reacts. And usually like, if you're gonna pretty much see it in the other person's eyes that he, if, he, if he likes it, like he's gonna let you. And if he doesn't, he's gonna look at you with like a weird face, right? Like, what the hell are you doing right now? I think that's how I as a guy would see it. Okay. I think um, I think that's a, a fair assumption. So basically, like, if a guy isn't outwardly being, you know, flirty with you in a physical sense, then maybe he isn't interested in you in that way. And also, like, this may be, you know, personal to you. So, you know, this isn't generalizable to yes, everyone, sure but not. that's personal to, to you. Um, okay, cool. Uh, do you want to ask us your third question? Okay, so you girls know there's a new word out on the streets. It's the word simp. <laughs> so in 2020, how can, how can a guy still be a gentleman 
in his manners, but not being called a simp. So, like, what's the difference between a gentleman and a simp? Okay, first, let's define what a simp is for people that don't know. Um, my definition of a simp is basically someone that literally just is, like, head over heels for someone to the point that it's, like, toxic. Not even toxic, but it's just, like, too obsessive, if that makes sense. So, to me, I don't... Um, I don't know. I think, like, for someone that is, let's say, you know, trying to interact with me and is trying to be a gentleman, I can differentiate whether you're being a gentleman or you're being, like, too obsessive to the point where, like, it's too much, if that makes sense. <laughs> so the question I'm going to ask you is, is it the attention he pays and, and like, the amount of attention he gives you that makes the difference? Yes. Yes, exactly. That's literally what I was trying to come at. Okay. Um, yes. Like the the amount of attention that he gives me determines whether it's like simp, um, simp personality or gentleman <laughs> um, personality, if that makes sense. Ivy, do you want to add anything to that? Oh, I'm I'm also trying to phrase kind of what I what the thoughts are like in my head. And uh, honestly, uh, per okay, personally, I like attention. So unless, <laughs> yeah, it had to be said, unless the guy is at this point, like you said, where he's infatuated, he follows me around everywhere. Like if this guy becomes like your puppy versus your boyfriend, mm -hmm. that is a simp. But if this yeah. guy is paying attention to you and from time to time he feels like treating you and he gets you flowers, like I'm very okay with that. I think that's a gentleman move. I think that's so, so cute. It's just a problem if, Every second of every day, he's like, can we hang out? I love you so much. Oh, my God, you're so pretty. Every second of the day, I think that's excessive. So I think it kind of goes along with what you're saying. But me, it's not um, so much like the action. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, if both people were doing the same action, which was flowers, it's about um, how often it happens, right? Like, he can't be getting me flowers every single day. <laughs> Have you girls encountered simps? Has it happened to you? Uh, um, do you, you want to answer or you want me to go? I think it's not like, I wouldn't consider this simp material, but it's more of a, if I want something or if I want attention, I know that this person is available. Does that make sense? Like, I know that that person will be there for me, even though like I'm not reciprocating in terms of like feelings or whatever. Does that make sense? I know this sounds horrible, but yeah, that's like, so is mean. That, is that simp material? <laughs> like, is that? <laughs> I don't know if that's considered like simping. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I I do know someone that's like that for me. That's in my life. Um, so yeah, I guess that's like the only simp encounter. Yo, that my I have. simp, whoever you are. Get out. <laughs> Seriously, feels bad, man. That's an L, bro. Every, but, yo, everyone's like, going to DM taking, you, Daniel. No, <laughs> I'm not simp? taking advantage of it. I'm not taking advantage at all. I just know that that option is available. That's it. That's literally it. <laughs> but, like, it's not your first option if ever something happens. No, like, that's, that's the thing. Like, I don't go towards that person specifically. Like, I just yeah. know that the option is available. Yeah, exactly. I think the only time that I ever encountered a simp was when I briefly went out with a white guy for a while, like three, four years ago. 
And (laughs) he told me that he was, like, falling in love with me, like, three weeks after. That's not normal. And I think that would be, like, the only time. Like, I think he was so cringy with his, like, uh, like, you know... I'm okay with an occasional good morning. How are you? But it was to the point where he was sending it like every single morning and it wasn't just good morning. It was like, good morning, princess. Good morning, beautiful. And I got so nauseous so quickly. Delicious. So yeah, that's, that's probably my only experience. Um, if I'm going to be honest, I think I was the sim for my other one. <laughs> so I oh. think that was my experience. <laughs> it's okay because I'm allowed to joke about it, but you're not, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, all that aside, let's just go into number four. Um, here's the thing. This is going to be uh, a little awkward for some of you listeners, and if it is, shame on you. But, Pierre, get ready. We have a question about woman stuff, okay? So, okay. how do you feel about girls publicly, outright, discussing their periods with you or your friends or just what's the environment how do you feel about this topic oh i thought it was gonna be some kind of crazy question but that that one that that one i can manage okay good (laughs) yeah so um i think for sure for guys um when this topic is first introduced it's um it's kind of a crazy question because like that's not something with with which we we live in our everyday I may not be the best person to to whom like to ask this question, but like I'm very comfortable when girls discuss this. Yeah, there, there's not much more to add about it. So you'd be okay if a girl just kind of comes up to you and we're like, oh, I feel like shit today. I'm on my period. You would just be like, what would your reaction be to that? Yo, girl, you want some chocolate? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, guys, listen up and take uh, take notes because that's take a notes? yes, that's a good answer. Well, okay. obviously, obviously, you know, as a guy, it's like it's it's if a girl comes up to you, you should be here. You sh- you should be a gentleman and be there to comfort her without being a simp. It's like it's like a stressful moment in a month for a girl. Don't be a reason to to put more stress on the girl. Like be there for her and. And comfort her and like if she if she needs to cry well she cries and just give her tissues and if she needs to to eat be by <laughs> her side you know even if you're not the boyfriend just just be just be a good man right that, that's all i, I gotta you. say thank you thank you I thank think, you uh, thank you yeah that's a honestly super comforting to hear because i i do know some guys that just prefer to like ignore the whole topic of periods and just like pretend that it doesn't exist when when the topic comes up so I think it's yeah. it's really good um that you said what you said and I think more guys should like adopt that mentality but with that being said um Pierre do you want to move on to your fourth question the question I want to ask is for a guy if a guy is physically attracting to you like what makes him go in the friend or the boyfriend material section? So that's actually a really interesting question. And Dan and I for sure have perfect answers for this for us. Um, For me, at least, if you're attractive, that's already a really good sign. And I will probably kind of have you in the potential zone already. Like if I find you attractive, you're automatically in the potential zone. However, Mm -hmm. if you're an asshole, if you're just like a terrible person, or if you're like really boring, or you're condescending, or you're just 
you know, ugh, I will probably move you back into the friend zone. But if you're funny and you're charming and you're attractive, then like I don't see why I would ever move you out of the boyfriend zone. You can stay there forever. Something I want to know too is what is a good personality? Is it more a guy that's fun? We're talking about like in the beginning of a relationship. Is it more someone who's fun or is it more someone who's caring? I think to me, first of all, I agree with everything Ivy has said. Um, and to answer your question, Pierre, I think to me, you know, it has to be a mix of both. Like if you don't have the basics of a caring personality, of a, of a you know, like gentleman personality where you kind of like take care of the girl uh, in that aspect, that automatically, if you don't have that, like it's not, you're not a, a good personality to me. Um, and then like the added bonuses would have to be things that kind of match my personality. So I would consider myself like slightly more extroverted. So that's, those are the qualities that I look for um, in guys. Like I would want them to be a bit more engaging conversations that take the lead, that have a lot more energy and that enjoy like, you know, doing fun activities and, you know, that aren't exactly shy. So I think that's mm -hmm. like personal to each girl, but that's, those are like the added qualities to me. And then the combination of both like the basic caring qualities and those um, specific qualities that I'm looking for, that determines whether, you know, your boyfriend material or not. Does that answer your question? I think it does. Okay. But I still think that being a fun guy makes you win over the caring guy if you're starting a relationship with someone. But um, mm -hmm. Ivy, maybe, maybe you want to add? on this uh you know that's interesting because i was listening to what dan was saying and i just heard what you said and i think i have to actually agree with pierre because here's here's the thing oh, at the beginning of a relationship i'm not gonna uh i'm not at that stage as well where i'm gonna tell you every little detail about my emotional experience like if i'm upset i might not even text you about it like i might text one of my girlfriends but we're not at that part where i might be burdening you with all my like uh, issues at least or for the first couple of dates i won't be texting you with these huge issues and expecting you to be there for me what i want from you however is to show me who you are and the fun side of you like i want to go on these spontaneous dates that to me at the beginning is very important. Um, however, once we start to get to know each other better and then I start to open up to you and I start telling you a bunch of this stuff, if you don't, uh, like if you're not able to show me that you care or let down your walls, then I'm going to have some trouble accepting where we are and I might, you know, have to discuss it with the guy. But I would prefer having, um, I guess, a fun personality and being spontaneous at the really beginning. I think it kind of shows, you know, the person's, I guess, true colors. I think what I meant by like caring to me, my definition of caring is more like, for example, he holds the door for you or like he like um walks on the side where the cars are that type of caring you know what i mean like it's not get like, hit a, by a car, like a bitch. no it's it's not like um it's like it's oh how do you yeah, feel like it's not yeah the gentleman type of caring not like the feeling washy mushy type of thing that's like another type you know but to me my type my definition of caring is just like the gentleman type so that's what i was referring to when um if the guy doesn't even have those basics then mm -hmm. like i don't even care if you're fun or not if that makes sense okay so moving on to our fifth question fourth 
fourth question, actually. What do you think about your significant other being close with people of the opposite gender? So basically, she has a lot of guy friends that she's really close to. How do you feel about that? So this is a really interesting question because the girl I'm seeing right now goes in uh, in engineering school, right? And like we all know uh, that engineering school is filled with guys, right? The sausage fest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. It's it's pretty much a sausage fest. And um, <laughs> the the first thing is, as a guy, you you gotta stay confident, right? She chose you over mm-hmm. someone else. For if you look at yourself, like for sure. You, some you you've had crushes with some of your your friends probably like some of the girls mm-hmm. that, that are still friends with you like you probably had crushes with them before and like mm-hmm. it just so happened that like you moved on or like just mm-hmm. life right and the most important thing i think in in all relationships is like to communicate so like if you feel in danger in danger as a guy it's really hard mm-hmm. on the ego just to to, to tell the girl what's happening with this guy right for sure it's super important to be honest about your feelings and the other person needs to be honest too and if you feel like she's betraying you or not being honest well that's not a good sign and if if you still and if you still communicate and you still feel betrayed well there's some moves like there's some action you need to need to take um in this relationship like either cut it off or or like talk to someone else or Okay, so basically what you're saying is you would be okay with it as long as, you know, both of both you and your girlfriend are, you know, honest and constantly communicating um, in terms of, like, the motives of her friendships with the guys, right? Well, I'm not trying to say, like, oh, if ever she goes to see, like, her, her guy friend, like, oh, hey, I'm going to see my guy friend because we're doing this. Like just saying, hey, I'm gonna see my guy friend. Um, I think let me let me know if this is what like where you're coming from. I think like you would trust the girl, but you don't trust her guy friends around her. Is that does that make sense? Like you don't trust the guys around her to not make a move on her. Is does that make sense? It does. Like if I haven't seen the guy before, for sure I'm I'm gonna trust trust it less. Like trust their relationship less because I haven't seen okay. the person. Obviously, like when I actually do meet the other person, like you get to know the other person, and like if he's not attacking you or you don't sense adversity with the other person, you can actually trust the other person. You should at least be friendly with him, and in the opposite way, if you if you sense adver- adverse adversity adversity mm-hmm. if you sense ad- adversity it should ring a bell yeah that makes sense do you want to ask us your final question okay so this one is for me how do you get out of a nah it's okay i'm fine situation <laughs> ah <laughs> I mean, do you want to answer this one first? uh sure i think here's the thing when a girl says she's fine it's because she's already mad Right. That's great. That's pretty clear. And sure. when she's mad, she literally like will not want to discuss it with you at all. So if she, if somebody says, "Hey, like I'm fine," and you can tell she's not, I would actually suggest you saying, "Hey, like I know you're upset with me right now and I'm not sure why, but 
I'm gonna let you just kind of like, let's just chill a bit. And when you're ready, we can talk about it. And I'll be there for you when you're ready to talk. And I'll be there, like, ready to listen. I think that would be a good way to approach it. Because sometimes girls, you know, we get hot headed sometimes. I I know I definitely do. And honestly, sometimes I'm so mad, I just don't want to talk about it. So I'll say I'm fine. But I think as the guy, they should know that when a girl says she's fine, She's definitely not. And if you just pretend to like, oh, but you said you were fine and you completely ignore her, then she's obviously going to lose it. <laughs> but if you go out yeah. there and say, listen, like, I know you might not want to discuss about it now, but I can tell that you're distressed. When you are ready to talk about it, I will be ready to listen. And then when she's ready, she will come find you and you will have your discussion. I agree 100% with what Ivy said. And I also think it, it's like unique to different people, like depending on their coping mechanism. Okay, I get it. So like stepping back and yeah. letting the girl like cool off. Yes, but really quickly, but you have to let her know that you're only stepping back temporarily and when she's ready, she can come to you. Like don't say, you know what, just go be by yourself. Not, not like okay. that. You know, so like, like also being it. there for her when she's yes, ready. Like, exactly, like voice it, I will be ready. Or I mean, I will be there when you are ready. Like voice that out loud. Okay, so we are coming to a wrap really soon. We're on our last question. And this is something that I personally have always wondered. Um, I'll give you some context as well. Oftentimes, girls, often uh, we have a kind of game plan. As in, I want to be married by 30. I want to have kids by 32. I want to be, let's say, I want to have my dream job by 28. um, You know, and you do the backtrack, which means I got to start interning at 23. Uh, I need to meet a boy by 24. So you see what I'm saying? Like they have like a game plan and this family plan. And oftentimes girls do feel like they're on a biological clock. So although guys don't have that same kind of biological clock, do you also have a life plan kind of mapped out where you feel like you want to be, let's say, married by 30 as well? Do you have any thoughts on that? I do actually. That is another very interesting question. Um, I do not think that guys don't have game plans, right? Mm-hmm. And if they don't, I'm suspicious and I'm thinking, <laughs> well, they don't, they don't know what they're doing with their life. They're kind of lost. As a guy, if you're going out with a girl, you guys are merging basically your life plans together. Basically, your responsibility to match your plan with hers and to make her happy, right? That's a discussion you should have early in a relationship. Well, maybe not like this on the second date, but like early enough to know that, yes, like I like their game plan for the rest of their life. And that's the same plan I want to, I'm envisioning. And I think um, you touched upon a good point, which is like, I know some people that, you know, date others, not for the purpose of settling down, if that makes sense. Like their purpose yes, of dating does. is just to date and have fun, but they're not looking into like long-term relationships. So what you just said, I think it kind of just um, reassured a lot of people that not guys not all guys are just looking to fool around and that they are looking to settle down. So um, I think I really liked what you said. So yeah, I think that about wraps it up for a little Q&A of uh, asking the opposite gender questions that we want to know. So thank you so much, Pierre, for being featured on this episode. We're super glad to have you on and hopefully um, you had fun being on this episode too. And Pierre, do you want to plug in your social medias just so people can follow you um if they're interested god damn yeah thank you for having me on the podcast it was very fun discussing these uh topics and uh i will keep them and use these tools and uh, if 
if you if you guys or girls want to follow me on my social media, it's Maple Chopstick. Yeah, thank you so much again, Pierre, for coming on. We hope you had fun as well. And to all our listeners out there, if you guys really like this uh, kind of Q and A question format, let us know or submit more questions. Remember, guys, stay curious, stay zesty. We'll see you later. Bye.